Welcome to Spiritual Fertility. I am your host, Allison Buckland. I am a mother to a miracle and a highly intuitive and transformational teacher, coach, and healer. I believe that each of our life experiences shape us, providing valuable lessons from which we can transform, expand, and evolve in this lifetime. When we are armed with the right tools to bring about our own self-awareness and shine a light upon some of our most darkest experiences, we then begin to experience an awakening and rebirth, a reinvention of ourselves and the conscious awareness to take action and co-create the path ahead. Join me each week and listen in to hear my guests' impactful stories along with their empowering tools to ignite and inspire. I'm providing a supportive, fun, and collaborative space to collectively initiate and motivate change within you, spark your curiosity, and bring hope and inspiration to your own soul's path. I'm excited for you to join me and see what we can discover. Okay, we are back to spiritual fertility. I am your host, Allison Buckland, and I have a very lovely guest with me today that I will introduce to you in a moment. This is going to be really fun because the guests that I have had on the podcast so far have been individuals that I have known and that I haven't had to get to know. But my guest today, this conversation became aligned and connected through a mutual friend connection that we have. And it's somebody that we were connected online, but we hadn't taken the time to get to know each other. And so we just were talking a little bit before we hit record. And I can already tell that we are definitely in alignment in a lot of the things that we are focused on and that on our path and that where we are discovering and it really brings us to the intention that came through through our conversation for this episode and the intention is for self-awareness the intention is to bring out the importance of what a catalyst taking the time to get to know ourselves can be for our future for our path for what lies ahead for us and how important and really this key to unlocking all that's inside of us and how we may have some sort of idea of what our path is but we really have no idea until we take the time to get to know ourselves and really unlock that door and so my guest today her path started to unfold once she started to take that self-awareness seriously and um, follow those breadcrumbs along the way and her name is ashley holmes and ashley why don't you take the opportunity to share a little bit about yourself introduce yourself who you are uh what it is that you do and then we'll get into some questions on your journey um as we move forward i'm so happy and grateful to have you here today thank you allison so my journey really is to empower women who are struggling with infertility to bring mind body and spirit back into a balance and alignment so that they can conceive with ease and to alleviate the stress along the way and come back to an optimal state of health and well-being. And I say I did it the hard way and the easy way. And I offer the easy way to women who are struggling because 
there is so much stress and pressure and it's really important to be able to navigate that stress. And when you have those tools and resources, they not only help you trying to conceive, but they help you for the rest of your life and can really transform your relationship with yourself and your relationship with others. For sure. And so we're both mothers. Yay. And you did do it the easy way or the hard way first and the easy way. So speak a little bit about that. Tell us about um, what led up to your hard way. And then um, we'll get into what led to the easy way. So tell us about your hard way and your beautiful miracles that you have. So over a decade ago, I was still in my 20s trying to conceive and thought that the only option for me at that time was to use a clinic after I'd been trying for over a year and finally ventured down that road after I realized that this wasn't happening on its own, that outside intervention was going to be needed, but also knowing that this was probably going to end in happy ending or heartbreak and knowing that once I ventured down that road that you were sort of on that path and there was no sort of getting off of that path and really being committed to that path. And I was eventually blessed with twins, but walking away from the clinic, I had unexplained infertility and no answers from the doctors. Everything always showed up clear. They couldn't tell me why this wasn't happening and not thinking that I could conceive on my own naturally and not wanting to go down that road again. But From a young age, I've always been a seeker and I've always wanted to know why. And, you know, it never sat well with me. And I always just wanted to know that part of me was like, why? Why couldn't I do that? Why was that so hard? Why was this such a challenge for me? And, you know, the other part of me was going, just be happy. You got boy, girl, twins. That's the dream. That's what everybody wants. And not being satisfied, you know wanting to go and know deeper just for my own self and finally finding that the easy way after landing on my yoga mat many years later and having a spiritual awakening and really finding those answers for myself of what was stopping me what was blocking me why that had been a challenge and why it was no longer well thank you for sharing that I can relate to And I know our listeners will relate to, especially the ones who are on a fertility journey, you do have to dig in. I mean, once you set on that path, it's like, okay, I'm doing this, whatever it takes, knowing full well that it's not going to be easy. And it is not. And I, like you, was in the same boat of unexplained infertility all of the tests that i did that my husband did everything came back clear there's no reason conceivably why you should not be able to conceive and come to find out that's a lot of people that's a high percentage i mean there's a certain percentage that it could be from the male a certain percentage that it could be from the female but i feel like the statistic that was shared with me was something like 60 percent of couples have like this unexplained infertility and the part of you and i don't know if you can relate maybe you can because you started to understand or you expressed that you're a seeker and you wanted to know why but did you ever feel i felt like what the unexplained fertility that my mind started to go to well maybe it was me that was causing this what am i eating what am i not eating what could i do differently did you ever have those thoughts um with your diagnosis and understanding why 
I felt it all rested on my shoulders, right? Because I knew that it wasn't my head on, on my husband's end because that was tested, you know, right at the start. And so it was like really feeling like what is wrong with me? And the day that I felt that the most and probably the worst moment along my journey back then was, you know, the doctor saying, well, that should have worked by now. And we're moving on to this protocol next. And I was really just throwing going, I hadn't even caught up to what we were doing and trying. And you're already throwing that out the window. And we're already moving on and feeling very rushed and feeling like it was all my fault. And yet I was doing everything down to a science and down to an art like I was being told to do. Right. And like, okay, you can't eat this. Or in my mind, I was like, I don't want to drink. Or what could I be doing to have like caused this? It was, it's very mentally draining and emotionally draining and physically draining. I remember after the meds with that, I was doing it the hard way. It, it's very difficult on your body and your emotions and your mind. And even just the process of moving through and they're explaining all of this and you're getting an education in what's happening. It's just a very kind of difficult experience. And so I know that people will relate to that and doing that. And so thank you for sharing what that was like for you because it takes that vulnerability and i know a lot of women feel the same way um and then you said you landed on your yoga mat so tell us about yeah. that tell the listeners about that what led you to yoga and moving through that you mentioned the spiritual awakening that occurred will you tell our listeners a little bit about why you were led there or what that practice was like for you and how that opened up those doors initially I landed there for a little bit of peace and quiet at like a five dollar karma class back in the day when those existed and you know I was hooked from the very beginning and I never understood why until I started to dive deeper and to realize that it was the energetics behind everything that always kept bringing me back that always made me want to show up because I never walked away after a class feeling worse. I always felt better and energized and revitalized and sort of back to my true self and just becoming aware of this is how I can achieve that. But also this isn't the only way to achieve that. And I can begin to embody that not only when I'm in yoga class, but also off of my mat as well and beginning to take what I learned on my mat off of my mat and to really just start to begin to pivot and change just my whole energy and vibration of how I went about my life to live life more meditatively than just moving unconsciously through the day, just moving unconsciously through life and realizing finally on my mat that I had unconsciously be, be had been creating the reality that I didn't want and that I could consciously create the one I did. And that was really an awakening for me to realize, wait a minute, I have the power and I have the control and I didn't realize that. And really tuning and tapping into that and realizing, wow, I've let all these things affect me for so long and I've held them in my subconscious mind for so long and they've really allowed things to play out the way that they have. But I can now choose to let them go to fully surrender and choose a different path forward. And I truly did. And I don't regret it. And it brought life to me, you know, easily, naturally and quickly in the way that I had always desired and thought that it should be quote unquote. And 
just felt very empowered and got to know myself and my body in a completely different way and with a different awareness. Yeah. I mean, a couple things. First off, you took the time after being a mother of twins, no doubt that that was a lot. You made the conscious decision to give yourself self-care and to step away and bring yourself into yoga where you were led. So you followed the nudges there, but we have to do that as mothers to give ourselves that self-care to understand ourselves more. So to everyone who is listening, who is a mother or father, parent, self-care is so important. Go ahead. I would just say because for at least two years, it was purely, you know, just sort of survival and mm -hmm. pouring from an empty cup and thinking because I had tried for so long and for so hard, I had to do everything and be everything and always be there and always be on and available and realizing finally that that was the wrong way to go about things. And that didn't really fulfill me and make me the best mother that I could be. So really, you know, that was my own learning curve of really and offering that to anybody and everybody is you have to fill up your cup first, you know, and I think that everybody should do something for their mind, body and spirit every single day. And for me, that's a non-negotiable, you know, and it really should be. But for a lot of people, whatever unconscious way that they're still living in that they have been brought in they're thinking that that's selfish or that i can't do that because i need to be here for my kids or my husband or my mom or the job or the things that are going on in our life at the time but it really is that pivotal point that needs to be made that that's something that is a necessity for our continued sustenance and even for anybody who may be going through the fertility journey now and doing it with medical help and assistance, it's very important to begin that practice and start that now, whether it's through yoga or meditation or any of the tools that are out there and Reiki and I was doing acupuncture while I was going through the process and that helped me. So, you know, kind of being curious about what we can start with now as a person who's going through that now, you know, starting early, being proactive rather than reactive certainly is helpful. But I know like you, when we have our child, it's like, okay, or children, you had two. Okay, what is happening now? It's almost like that's a rebirth in itself. Like, okay, uh, not only am I a mother, but who am I? What do I really want? I know for me, going back to work was a big catalyst. What do I really want in all of this and after all of this for sure? When you were talking, I'd love to go back to you mentioned diving into um, your yoga mat and bringing that time to yourself and recognizing some of the unconscious things that were standing in your way and recognizing too that you could then consciously take control of moving forward for what you really wanted in the future. Would you mind sharing any examples of anything that came up that you were unconsciously doing? that you then were able to switch and change maybe some sort of an example because some people might not be like well what does she mean by that um if they're newly on this journey or haven't even gotten to the point where they're taking that time for themselves could you give us an example sure i had been holding on to a lot of unprocessed grief personally mm. from childhood and a lot of uh abandonment 
that had occurred. I lost my brother at a young age. And a few Mm. years later, my mother left. And so there was a lot of wounds that had not been fully healed, had not been looked at, that, you know, I began to just realize that I wasn't living presently because I was so held on to the past that I was you know, really stuck in a lot of ways in a lot of areas. And I w- it was really time to let it go, to truly just take a real breath and to let everything that had been and to actually have peace with it because I didn't have peace with a lot of things. So I found that peace and I let it all go and move forward in a way that I hadn't been able to. Thank you for sharing. I know that, um, yeah, that can be certainly a factor and it's wonderful how you were able to then recognize that because so much of those things do get stored in our unconscious and then once we take the time to like really meditate on them and for whatever tools that we use to like go within and understand then we can not only recognize but forgive and let go and process and move through those things that were stored in your body that that are stored in our body that we're not even aware of that can be there. So um, thank you for sharing that example. And what else on your path have you been led to? I know before we were talking, you mentioned some other things. So yoga was your catalyst, taking that self-care and that self-awareness to open you, start to crack you open. But um, what are some other practices that you use um, for yourself, that then certainly has translated into the work that you do, what we'll talk about in a little bit for sure. But what are some other things that you're into? The biggest shift for me initially was that it wasn't the hot yoga, the hatha yoga, you know, those flows that I needed. And I always used to walk by the yoga room when all the bolsters and the quiet practices were being we're going next. And I was like, Oh, I don't need that. What is that going to do for me? Yet that is what did everything for me was really bringing my nervous system out of fight or flight mode into rest and digest mode. And to really begin to embody that yin energy, because I was so yang in all areas of my life, you know, and it's not sustainable, I needed that balance, I needed to bring both of those aspects into my life. And so yin yoga is beneficial in the same way like going to acupuncture is if you're trying to conceive because it's opening up your meridian lines you're getting into the issues in your tissues and you're beginning to be able to sit with some discomfort for a short amount of time so that you can do that off of your mat in those challenging things that you bump up against on your journey and restorative yoga is beautiful in that you're just allowing yourself this deep rest and this deep you know peace and quiet that we so often do not give ourselves and then I offer yoga nidra which is a form of meditation that's like yogic sleep that is available and anyone can do and you can't get it wrong it works with your subconscious mind so that you are receiving exactly what you're meant to receive in that moment and it's working with all five layers of your being or all five layers of your koshas it's called in yoga and I embody and teach the sister science of yoga, which is Ayurveda. So really working with your inborn constitution, it's the science of life. So it's really healing mind and body together and 
nourishing yourself in the best optimal way for you. And so it's not a fad or a trend or a quick fix. You know, it can be a lifestyle change and choosing what serves you best in the moment and forevermore because this is how you were born into this earth and to work with your body in that way and to really honor and treat it like the sacred vessel that it is because for the longest time, you know, I was harsh about my body and judging my body because it wasn't working and doing the things that I wanted it to be doing. So what was wrong with it? And instead coming from a more loving and compassionate space of what are these messages it's giving me, telling me, and how can I really nurture and nourish myself in a different way? So really changing that relationship and that dynamic with myself and helping clients to do that as well, because often they're not having positive thoughts about what they're experiencing. They're often having negative feelings and thoughts, which are okay and welcome, but we're not going to hold on to them. We're going to be conscious and aware of them. And we're going to shift those to thoughts that serve us better and serve us on this path and get us closer to reaching our goal. For sure. And that's being conscious. And so as a result of your becoming conscious and your spiritual waking and underneath understanding these things and going through what you went through, because it's all through for a purpose, it's all for a divine purpose, but going through what you went through, and then waking up and tell us about the easy way you are uh you have a third child now correct yes i have a third child and you know i was deep in the middle of my prana meditation yoga training when he sort of like arrived and he really was just this little buddha baby sitting in there like having all of these teachings alongside of me until like I was going to have him and I didn't know if it was a boy or girl. I was happy either way. You know, I'd been blessed with both and he was just really a surprise miracle. And it was like, this is how it was meant to be. This is what I'd hoped and dreamed of all along. And this is possible, you know, and also going from having a C-section the first time around to being able to go hiking when my water broke and have the baby naturally and be back at baby and me yoga 10 days later was night and day difference. You know, I was a completely different person. I was completely transformed and I had all the tools to help myself along the way when I was sleep deprived or I was lacking that energy and motivation to, you know, make it through the day because sometimes in the early days, it is hard to be like, oh, I don't have enough hands. You know, that's how I have felt many times over the years is I don't have enough hands right now. Yes, for sure. And um, that's beautiful how that all came to be and was all meant to be through your waking in. And now you help guide other women to help make it possible for them. Tell us about how you were led because in speaking, you used to work with children before, right? Yes. So you were surrounded by children all of the time all of the time and it was just constant reminder of just coming from that place of love of you know just knowing that I have so much to give and I'm giving it to these kids right now but I have so much of this within me and just wanting to be able to have that for myself and to be able to offer that to my own family and that was truly a blessing. And, you know, I was the youngest in my family and I didn't grow up 
like having younger siblings but that is like the path that I went down of like being a nanny initially and then working with kids and then having my own and really I this business was really just an awakening in itself of like that is what came through and that's what needs to be and this is what it needs to look like and this is what people need and I just followed that intuition and became an entrepreneur because I know that this is needed. I know this help and support isn't available. You know, you can get all the medical intervention you want out there, but there's nothing to go alongside of it. There's nothing to help you navigate the emotions and the strain and stress that this is putting on your body and your mind and your spirit. And it's really just to help you come back to your wholeness so that you're not feeling broken. You're not feeling like you need fixed so that you can have the energy to keep trying and keep going and not keep operating from this drained and depleted state, you know, every time that that month wasn't successful, because it's really, really hard to find that within yourself each month to keep going. And sort of the longer you're on that path, I feel like the harder it is to continue to do so. It really is. And even to this day, I mean, my journey was four and a half years and 11 fertility attempts. And then I tried two more times. And then, of course, being in your brain, in my mind, just desiring another child for myself, like it just stays in there. It's hard every single month to this day. I mean, I've let go a lot of a lot of it and have worked with folks to help me release and let go some of that attachment to that. But it is hard and it remains hard and it stays in there. Um, and what you do and what you provide alongside what somebody is going through is truly a gift because you're the first person that I've come across and spoken with that really focuses on helping women to conceive in a way that's best for their mind, body, and spirit and bringing in that and understanding that they can do that with ease with you being there as a guide certainly and helping them along the way and i know that there are many women that are out there that will be drawn to you and the things that you provide and might not work with you but then be opened and have their awareness open to that what wait a second there's things out there that i might not be even aware of or conscious of that can aid in helping this along. And so um, for anybody who is listening that would like to find out more about the work that Ashley is doing, um, could you share with our listeners what the best way to reach you? And we'll put all this into the show notes, but what is the best way to reach out to you? What is the name of your business? And so we can um, have that all out there for our, for the world. So the best place to find Holistic Fertility Coach Incorporated is through Facebook. I have a Facebook community that I have meditations in that I bring experts into. And it's really just a safe, sacred space to land and arrive and to take what you need and to stay for as long as you desire. And, you know, I want everybody who lands there to have their happy ending. And I hope to ease and make it as joyful and less stressful than than it is because it can be so hard to move from that space and place and so that is a great place to find me and I'm happy to share in the show notes all the all the other ways you can get in touch as well 
Perfect. Thank you so much. And thank you again for coming on and, and having a conversation with me. We were definitely meant to mesh our, our stories and um, your story really speaks to what spiritual fertility is because it ties in the fertility aspect, the spirituality aspect, birthing a business, birthing children, um, rebirthing yourself and that transformation that goes career and life satisfaction along the way. Um, it really just does embody when I envisioned uh, what spiritual fertility is. I am excited to find that people like yourself are coming into my life that really have that alignment that are going to be able to um, help me put this out into the world and to be able to help others along the way not only with maybe some tools and ideas that that they can have but really to know that they're not alone in their journey and that we are together in the work that we do as a collective so i appreciate you certainly come coming on and and being with us is there any specific tool that you'd like to share that you really go to maybe outside of yoga that um, has helped you in your journey that you'd recommend i really love I really love Reiki. It's something that I offer to my clients and it's something I do on myself every day because I feel like it's just such a gift, right? And to really, you know, be aware of your life force energy and to notice it day in and day out, you know, ideally we should be waking up with the same energy that we go to bed with and how many of us are doing that? And I think to really, to move through your day from that awareness and that place of just how you are energetically in your as in your being and to make note and to make shifts and changes when you notice and to give yourself what you need in the moment before you reach like a number one or a number two right like to have a scale for yourself and to see where you are on that scale and to be conscious and aware of it yeah i love reiki i also use Reiki on myself. And um, it is something that I was led to as well, um, post having children, even in the last couple of years as part of my spiritual evolution. So I do um, certainly believe that that is a way to aid and be something to do alongside of what anybody is going through, even if not just for the healing journey and for that life force energy and just the body awareness and the self awareness. Thank you for sharing that. I align, I agree for sure. Uh, thank you again for coming online and with me and to talking uh, with me. Spiritual Fertility, the podcast is out there. Please like and share and review and help us grow and reach, reach more women and men who are going through their fertility journey and who are on an awakening path and who are seekers and who want and desire more for themselves. So thank you again, Ashley. Thank you so much, Allison. This has been a joy and a pleasure. Absolutely.